What's up, guys? <clears throat> welcome, welcome. Special edition today. Um, you know, we'll be back to normally scheduled programming soon. I got guests coming in. Good perspectives, good stories, good spitballing, good conversation. Um, so look forward to that. And I just want to take a quick second to just say I appreciate all of you. I really do. Um, whether that's four listeners of the episode or 62, 100, whoever it is, I appreciate everybody taking the time out of the day to listen to me and my amazing guests. It, it does mean a lot to me. And it, 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 it is kind of, you put it into perspective, people will want to listen to you, you know, whether that is 10, 20, 30, 100 people, it's, it's truly special to see that I can carve out a chunk of your day and um, hopefully you take some meaning from that. So thank you. But that's like the brighter side of today's conversation. It's not comfortable to talk about this. I probably don't want to talk about it. I really don't. But I feel like I kind of have to. Not that my opinion is as good as most of the people out there. But I feel like there has to be, at some point, everybody has to voice their opinion to, to, to hopefully forge a change. Ten days ago, somebody drove three hours to a supermarket, killed innocent people. Yesterday, innocent children and a teacher were killed. Last week, a person I had graduated high school with decided living on this earth wasn't worth it. What's going on? What's going on? America is in shambles. America is sick. America is diseased. America needs treatment. You don't hear the rest of the world acting like we are acting. People are sick. People need help. I don't know the best way to do it. All I know is there is a crisis. And it's been like that for the last decade. It's somber. My tone is different. It makes me feel different. It makes me feel unsettled. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know what to think. At the end of the day, I don't think it comes down to politics. I listened to a podcast yesterday, An Impact Theory, by Tom Bilyeu with Arthur Smith. Probably the most impactful video I've watched within the last two years. Possibly my entire life. I suggest you all go watch it. A couple facts to consider that have... That are kind of eye-opening. Pre-COVID, the average year, 9% of the American population was clinically depressed. 9%. No clue what the rest of the world is. I bet it's lower than that. Any given year. You fast forward to today, 28% of people are clinically depressed. Mental health is a crisis. 28% of our population, more than one-fourth of our population, could be signified as clinically depressed. 
COVID exacerbated it. If you break us down to what we really are, we are animals. We've evolved to very, very intelligent, very advanced beings. But at the end of the day, we are animals. We are, we are made, we are wired to have sex, to make offspring, to survive, to live as long as we can. And that's it. We are animals. Animals are meant to interact with one another. We are social animals. We are not like flies who just kind of live, fuck, have sex, create offspring and die. We are, we are meant to socialize. So with COVID, with Zoom, with social media, with everything that happened with COVID, with the lockdown, we became even more lonely than we are. In America, more so than probably other countries, because our country is built on the principles that success is achieved by your hard work and making as much money as you can. Success is not defined as your contributions to the group or the happiness you have or how good you feel about yourself. And when I say good about feel about yourself, it's not a narcissistic view. Sure, we have to be somewhat illusioned to live in the in the in the in the tough world we're living in. But it's not a narcissistic view where everybody else hates you when you're the only one that loves yourself. It's you have appreciation for yourself and everything as a whole. At the end of the day, we all came from the same place. We all came from black women in Africa. That's just a simple fact. We've evolved from apes, from gorillas, from monkeys. That's what we've evolved from. We all come from that. We are disillusioned. We are not open and we do not realize what we truly are. Our brains have been developing for millions, if not billions of years. And within the last hundred, within the last ten, the internet has evolved and social media has evolved. Phone and technologies we've never had up until the blink of an eye ago, we've had. We are in distress. Our, our, our animal brains are not used to interacting with the world, how we have created our world to be interacted with, with phones, social media, cars, airplanes, everything. We used to get around by our feet. We started out communicating through body language, body movement. We didn't even talk. Then we started talking, communicating through sound. And now we can pick up a phone, a piece of technological device, and call someone across the world. It's, good, it's with good reason that these things have caused so much distress with us. It's normal. It is okay. It's probably expected. But at the end of the day, there has to be a fine line where we say, okay, how do we better equip our young people? How do we better equip our world to handle these stressors, to handle these things, to handle life? Because if you look on social media, if you look on Facebook, you realize that everybody's fighting with each other. That's what you would think. If you watch the news day in and day out, you're going to get negative bias. You're going to just hone in on the negative. It's not true. 
this Arthur Smith interview I watched with Tom Bilyeu on Impact Theory, he was in a room full of Republicans. And he asked them, who thinks that the biggest, the best thing to do would be to have a one-party system? No one raised their hand. These are Republican politicians, by the way. Nobody raised their hand. Then he asked, who thinks the best way to run a country is through a multi-party system, two or more? They all raised their hand. He then stated, well, that means all of you are grateful for the Democratic Party. At the end of the day, it is not about politics. Yes, it's actually good to disagree. But you have to be able to have a common ground to say, we disagree. I mean, look at your friend group. I know in my friend group, we're all different political opinions. Some are in the middle, some are left, some are right. Honestly, couldn't even tell you what left or right is. What side, who, I don't know. I don't know. I seriously don't know. But what I do know is I love my friends. I value their opinion. And if I don't agree with them on everything, which I don't, I don't let it ruin our friendship. I don't let it ruin events that we go out and do. I don't let it ruin a good time that we have together because I don't agree on some of their viewpoints. That's how the world works. It doesn't work when we just argue at each other and we, we radicalize one side. We radicalize some sort of people. We... We, we throw hate in one direction. It doesn't work like that. And that's where issues are arising, in my, in my opinion. We are in a crisis of mental health. We are, in the, we are lost. We are sick. And we need a lot of work. I really think we can get there. I think we're smart people. I think we're American people. We can work hard. We know how to work hard. We've started a country, our ancestors started a country by themselves. But we are lost. We need a lot of restructuring. We need a lot of new viewpoints. We need a lot of openness. And I think that's going to change. I do. I think it's coming about slowly, and then it'll snowball, and there will be an avalanche of changes that that whip through the world and definitely our country that probably change how the world works and our country works. But at this point in time, we are in shambles. I don't have answers. I don't. There are people that are a lot, lot smarter than me that are a lot more, more valuable opinions. I'm just a guy that gets 30, 30 listeners every podcast episode. And it's usually just my friends and family, people in my close circle. Shout out to them. But that's all it is at this point in time. But there needs to be a change. And I hope through these 30 listeners that I get, it trickles out to that. They start to open their eyes and be like, the world is fucked. We need things to work on. We needed better mental health. As a college athlete myself, and I'm seeing all these college athletes, even after stellar weeks, take their lives. It's, it, it is a wonder as to why. They are like the poster child for their universities. And that there's some sort of 
pressure that they've developed through childhood that they've put on themselves. There's some sort of perfectionism. There's some, there's there's a lot of factors. But at the end of the day, they there's some sort of struggle they can't win. And I've never been to that level, but I understand what it feels like to be pressed. To not have athletic success. To not be where you want to be in life. And it's scary. It really is. You live in fight or flight. At any given moment, you can sway one way or the other. We have to equip our world with mechanisms, with practices, with thinking patterns, with knowledge of how to handle emotions, of how to handle feelings, of how to be able to say, okay, this is temporary, but it is uncomfortable. It's not easy to work through. A hundred percent it's not. But if I do these steps, I can get through it. If I talk to my friend, I can get through it. If I focus on my breath, I can get through it. If I go for a walk, whatever it is for whatever you like to do, There has to be something. There has to be some system in place. There has to be some education in place. There has to be some sort of understanding of this is how it should be. This is what calms me down. And this is what recenters me when I'm feeling like crap. I saw a therapist. I see a therapist. That helps me reframe my world into workable steps, manageable steps. They help me see things that I don't see that are are holding me back. That are making me feel certain ways. Not everybody has access to a therapist. Insurance is not covering all of it. Or good therapists go off of insurance. Not because they're greedy and want to pay more. But because insurance is a scam. In one way or another. So then people can't afford therapy. Which means they're left to their own vices. Which is probably social media. So whenever we feel uncomfortable, we go stand, you know, and say we're in a grocery line. We're in public. The other day, I'm waiting for crumble cookies. Great cookies, by the way. I'm waiting for crumble cookies. There's teeny boppers around, as my girlfriend would call them. And I can't stand there and nod on my phone and just taking it all in because I feel uncomfortable. Isn't that what we all do? We're in an uncomfortable situation around people we don't know. Instead of interacting with the people next to us, like what would happen probably 150 years ago, 100 years ago, 50 years ago. We go on our phone and we escape. We escape until they call our name, until our cookies are done. We scroll through Instagram. We lollygag through our photos that we've looked through like 10 times because every time we're distracted, we go to our photo reel because we we told ourselves we don't want to be looking at social media, but instead we're going to look at our photo reel. It's the same thing. Maybe we find a photo that makes us feel better. I'm sure. If that's what makes you feel better, I support it. But it's still a distraction from the uncomfortable feeling that we get because we're not there for each other. Right now we're turning into a fear-based society, which is not a good place to be. Fight or flight, hatred, violence, diversion of opinions. We live in the same country. 
Sure. There's a lot of races. There's a lot of genders. There's a lot of different people here. 300 million if you want. 330 million now, I think. It's going to happen. There's going to be differences. But at the end of the day, we have to put our... We have to be able to be like, okay, we're all, we're all living together. At the end of the day, most of us are going to go on to have children, have children now, or have great-grandchildren. People are being scared to send their kids to kindergarten now because of what happened. What happens? We're all in it together. If you're a parent and you have a differing view than another parent, you still don't want your kid who goes to the same school as their kid to be in any sort of danger. You don't want to think like that. You want your kid to go to school and be safe. Every Saturday morning when you do groceries, no matter if you don't like what the other person likes, if you don't see things the same way the other person sees things, you still want to be able to go to the grocery store and be able to feel safe, walk around and be able to pick out your groceries for the week in safety. But instead, now there's some sort of back of your head thing that something bad could happen. You're constantly in fear. You're constantly anxious, somewhat expecting something bad to happen. And this anxious, I mean, look at a dog. When a dog is anxious, what happens with them? They bite, they growl, they attack. Animal nature. We do the same things, we're just more sophisticated. We fight, we kill. We say mean things. America is sick. We need help. And it's okay to need help. Ask for help. Start to open your viewpoints. Start to let your guards down. We're not all right. They're not all wrong. We have to start finding a common place in this world. In this country. We have to work together not separate. We all live on the same earth. We all want the same things, don't we? We all want to live a nice, happy life. Our kids can be safe. If we don't want kids, we still want to be safe. We still want to do the things we want to do. So let's not live in fear. We need to live in love. We need to live in understanding. We need to live in awareness. We need to live in growth. For the betterment of us and our future. So I hope you guys can realize that. Because it's going to be a scary place to live if we keep heading the way we're heading. In disarray. Bad mental health. Toxic thoughts. So on. We need to realize what is going on, what can we fix? For most of us, it's just fixing ourselves. We don't need to fix others. Stop trying to fix others. Focus on yourself. What can I do? How do I view the world? And how do, how do if I view the world this way, how does it affect the world I live in? Am I adding to what, <clears throat> to the bad things that is going on? Or am I helping fight against it? I appreciate all of you that are listening. I hope you live a long, safe life. I hope you keep tuning in. 
because I think my guests bring a lot of value. I hope you figure this out. I think we can. I really do. I think we're a very smart country. We're very sophisticated. And we can be very understanding. I think we need to put our guards down and realize each other isn't as dangerous, as violent, as scary as they think they are. We can do this together. We can. Thank you.